Zone. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calta Show. Welcome back to the Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 712 on a Monday morning. Mike out the baseline right now. <laughs> <laughs> Run the dust off the old equipment. I have a meeting this afternoon to determine whether or not we have a Pitbull Tyler date coming up later this month. How do you like that? I like it. Yes. I teased it a little bit on social media yesterday. I'll tell you about it as soon as we get it locked in. It's coming. It's just whether it's this one or not, you know. <laughs> and it'll be what? What happened? I was just thinking. Do you remember when you thought we were going to play Fourth of July last year? <laughs> I just thought that was funny because we're like in March now of 2021, and we're like maybe, maybe now. Oh yeah, we didn't know what we were dealing with last year. Oh no, every time because we were like, okay, well, you know, I mean, that's two months from now. We should be fine. And then we're like, nope, that's mm-hmm. not going to work. Well, this time last year, Carmen was going to Spain, and you were going on the cruise, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I was a week out from yeah, the cruise. Yeah. Galvin uh, said, no way will you go on the cruise. Yeah, and then he blamed me like it was my yeah. wife. Yeah. I didn't jinx it. They I were like, just... you can go, and then Galvin opened his mouth, and they were like, oh, he's right. Yeah, yeah. Cancel. Uh-huh. the cruise line listens to me. Well, open them back up. Yeah. Let's see if that works. Thank you. That sucked. We were so close. We had one foot on the ship. We were so. My brother was like, we're going. We're going. And then my, my, it turned out that my son was uh, probably had it at the time. And had a fever, and we would have got turned away anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. I'm so glad that didn't happen. Even Swigs was like, you can't go on that cruise. I go, this is the cleanest it'll ever be now. They're going to be cleaning everything. Boy, I'm, I'm glad we didn't go. No, yeah. You would have been stuck on there eating yeah. cucumber sandwiches and oh. pooping was in the, the thing. Lido deck. Yeah, that was the thing. We weren't <laughs> worried about getting sick. We were worried about getting stuck. And then what would have happened when we got back? I was like, if I come back and they tell me I have to live on the ship for a month, I'm good with that. Imagine that. That was the you case. You think oh. that until you're just eating peanut butter sandwiches for oh. two straight weeks. Yeah. Oh, they could they airlift? Could they drop snacks? I'd have somebody fly a drone out there with some chips to me or something. You could. That would be nice. Uh, Joe will be flying it over my room. Meet me on uh, deck 13. Happy to do it. Sign. Thank you, Joe. He can't even remember to sign out of your computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think he can get a drone to yeah, a like, Michael, I need a cord to get the helicopter over there. He's pack. trained bees now to fly. Oh. You know, the bees do These it. bees are under my control now, Michael. <laughs> Drones. All right. Uh, it is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Oh, no. <laughs> Joe, put them away. Please put the bees away. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Pelt has any shoe you need. What do you need? You need boots? They got them. Spanish, what do you need? Flip flops? Got them. Yeah. Carmen, high heels? Yeah. Got them. Uh, Joe, you need some Uggs? Got them. Yes. Gio, what do you need? Some running shoes? Got them. Mike, what do you need? One shoe that's bigger than the other so you cover up your uh, toe that hurts. Yes. Got them. We can do it. They have everything you need at Pelt Shoes. Get in there, and their experts will help you find the perfect fit. They have seven locations throughout Pinellas, Hillsborough, Sarasota, Fort Myers. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. I moved the mic. I thought it would be okay. Oh, oh you, you moved the mic three inches away from your nose as you honked it. 
<laughs> Get 10% off your entire order if you just go in and go. <laughs> no, you have to whisper Galvin. Oh, my Belch you is a perfect oh, fit. Oh, God. Uh, well, good, though. Oh, man. So oh, man. I had heard that this was happening, but I really didn't uh, pay attention to it. But social media blowing it up. Oprah! <laughs> Oprah had Meghan Markle and Prince Harry on. Oh, man, people are losing their goddamn minds about this. They accused members of the royal family of shocking racism. Shocking? Is that the word? Or we probably knew racism. <laughs> also, keep in mind, Meghan Markle is half black, and she kind of looks like a white girl with dark hair. Like, she doesn't look really. Can you imagine if he would have been like, I am in love with Rihanna? Right. You know, or yeah, somebody yeah. else, you know. Uh, so perhaps the biggest moment was when Megan uh, told Oprah that she'd been informed uh, and Harry's son, Archie, would not get the title of prince. Did you know that? Yeah. They, they were like, yeah, that baby is not going to be a prince. Yep, I heard a baby was not going to be a prince and that they were not giving uh, proper security. No security detail. either. Yeah. yeah, no security either. Uh, and then this was the big bombshell. We have it up on Bone TV. Here is Megan talking to Oprah about the baby and the color of the baby. Here we go. They didn't want to make Archie a prince. What are what are those thoughts? Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because of his race? And, and I know that's a loaded question, but but I can give you an honest answer. In those months when I was pregnant, all around this same time, so we have in tandem the conversation of he won't be given security, he's not going to be given a title, and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And... Who... Who is having that conversation? There is a conversation. Hold up. Hold up. There's Stop several right con- now. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be, potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. Oprah's more powerful than the Queen, just so we know. Give and you you're not going to tell me who had the conversation? I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay. It was really hard to be able to see those as compartmentalized they were conversations. concerned that if he were too brown, that that would be a problem. Are you saying that? I wasn't able to follow up with why, but that if that's the assumption you're making, I think that feels like a pretty safe one. Why are they answering riddles for everything? Like if they're going to yeah, have this, yeah. if they're going to have this this whole interview and tell, then then have some balls and tell it. Although partly, I think that. Um, that it may not have been the Queen, that it may have been Prince Charles, because it was, it seems like they have no problem on crapping on the Queen. She's 90, she's going to die, and that whole thing will change. But maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's because it's Prince Charles that is saying it? Could be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they don't say exactly who, the, who it Philip? was. Isn't this quite, it, it, it seems to me like, Oprah knows the answer to the question before she oh, asks sure. it. Like, we it's all know the answer. Set up because she's like, what? Well, What's, uh, you know, tell me again. Like, it's so fake. Calvin, can you go? This is going to be a, a little bit of a tall order, but can you pull up Kate Beckinsale's Instagram? And the reason why is because Kate Beckinsale, the actress, re 
Grammed something yesterday that was an interview that was done with several of the uh, royal commentators around the world five days prior to the interview airing. And it they had not even seen the interview. In fact, in the thing they said to them, I assume you've all seen the interview, and they said, no, we haven't seen it yet. And then it, they're getting their reaction to the interview that they've never even seen. This is, this is when the... Uh, royal family machine is already in motion and already getting I give you a question how powerful an old queen is who really doesn't have any uh political power over there if you if you listen now to this you'll see that they have a stronghold on the media and how things are uh, portrayed as far as the royal house goes I, because I have it here let me know if let, this is yeah, it yeah play it all right yeah, it was filmed on the 5th of March 2021, two days before Harry and Meghan's interview was seen by anyone. The world is waiting on the biggest interview of the year. Were you silent or were you silenced? Harry and Meghan with Oprah. Had these professional royal experts who influenced the public already made up their minds about Harry and Meghan's interview before seeing it? This is what happened. We're going to be doing a post-match analysis of Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah, which is obviously coming out in a few days' time. You, you've not seen the interview yet, have you? No. No, great. I think we have a fair idea of where the interview's going. We have a fair idea. We do, definitely. What was your overall impression of the interview? I think that this was an extremely hard-hitting interview. In the interview, to my mind, this was an actress giving one of her great performances from start to finish Megan was acting. Do you think, looking back now, that Oprah went rather soft on Harry and Megan? She did ask the tough questions. She had to ask the tough questions. It was not a balanced interview. But at the same time, I think she did ask those questions in a sympathetic uh, light. Oh, so real quick, just to clarify, none of these people have seen the interview yet. Nope, and had even, it's before it even aired. They're talking about it after the fact, before it happened. Yeah, so they're, right. they're, they're acting <laughs> here. Yeah. Right. It's a friend and gave them an easy ride. And certainly favoring Harry and Meghan. She was totally sympathetic, and there is a great deal in it that the palace will find deeply concerned. Were you surprised in the interview to hear Meghan's comments about Prince William? To hear her talking about members of the royal family didn't surprise me at all. I think she was very unwise to do it, but she's the kind of woman that you know, wants, wants her say. Megan used extremely strong language to describe her relations with members of the royal household. Megan spoke about her love of animals. Obviously, in the interview, Megan talked about the Balam Donkey Sanctuary. What does that tell us about Megan's character? Megan talked about her love of animals, love of dogs, love of the Donkey Sanctuary. In the interview, the, the, the <laughs> nicest thing about Megan was that she, you know, it's her love of animals. Megan Markle saying she won't take the vaccine in the interview. What was your reaction to that? I think it's very selfish. Um, you know, there, there are people who are anti-vax. So now that we know what has been said in the interview, do you think this is going to play well or badly for Harry and Meghan? There wasn't a real need to go into so much detail as to why they were unhappy as members of the royal family. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, I don't understand still the fascination of the whole royal family. They They don't represented anything and well i mean i guess they represent a lot but they don't their power is limited to them it's it's all about them it's like symbolic 
it's totally symbolic. Yeah. I mean, they're not making any rules. They're not, you know, they're weighing in and, on things, and people can go, yeah, okay, thanks, who cares? They're just a rich family. They're just a rich family with uh, who are living in old traditions, and it should be one of those things that are kind of broken up. I mean, you would think the queen or somebody in the family at this point would be like, finally, a little bit of color in this bloodline. Let's celebrate this. I mean, Prince Charles m- married a woman he wasn't even in love with, because, you know, he was in love with that other broad that he ended up marrying at the end, the one he had the affair with. They just get pushed and, and, and you know, shoved into so many directions they don't want to be in. They're all miserable. It would be nice. This kid's like, hey, I don't want to be a pussy like the rest of them. I'm going to join the Army. And then when I get out of the Army, I'm going to America, and I'm going to party in Las Vegas with chicks because that's what guys my age do, especially billionaire guys my age, princes. And then I'm going to come back here and settle down, and it may be with a half-black chick. Deal with it. It's 2000. You know, it's the 2000s. And uh, I don't. I, they're all in an uproar over the fact that this baby might be a little bit of might be a little tan. It's ridiculous. They're not even talking about the fact that it would have been real easy for them to come out and go, "Hey, we don't care if the baby was uh, dark skinned. We care that she has a psychotic father, and we didn't want to have him anywhere near the uh, the White House. I mean, the Buckingham Palace. She had enough things in her past that they could have said that we just didn't like that. So them staying silent on this and talking about, it, I think it make it looks makes them look even worse. Also, that came out in the interview is that uh, Megan apparently was uh, suicidal during her pregnancy or after, just after she had a lot of problems with you know all the press yeah. and everything. Because I mean, she was famous, but then all of a sudden she's worldwide famous and like everybody's watching her. Yeah, I mean, and it's so dramatic the way she answers that question. Is Oprah's like, "Were you thinking about harming yourself?" And she was like. Yes, I'm like I know you. I mean, look, you were you were having some sort of depression issue. Everybody has you know weird thoughts when that happens. Was she really ready to throw herself off the balcony of the Buckingham Palace? No, you know. I mean, I I don't know her, but I, I don't get it from listening to her talk. It seems like she just had a, a a bout with depression, whether it was due to the pregnancy and the shock of being super famous. Now, I don't know. I I don't I don't care enough to really get into this whole thing. Uh, to hate either side because I don't care. The kid seems like he's cool, uh, Harry. He seems like he woke up one day and he was like, these people are a bunch of jerk-offs. I'm going to go live my life. And he went out and did it. And the brother was like, yeah, you're right, they're jerk-offs, but I'm going to be the king one day, so I'm going to chill out here. And it seems like a pretty good balance. Uh, I don't know if you can see the phone screen there, but uh, Kim, who is British, is on the line. That was Hello, Kim. <laughs> good morning. Welcome to the show. Hello, Chip Chip Cheerio. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I said I am British, but I grew up here in America because right. um, my stepfather was uh, in the military. But here's the only the biggest problem that I had with that interview yesterday was that they covered like every trigger point that Americans have. Right. Starting with the mental abuse, the racism, the Princess Diana, you know, she was loved by... British people, but also widely loved by Americans. Yes. And then they went into the whole, you know, First Amendment. She was silenced and all that. That's the problem that I had. And it just seems so staged, like every question that would have triggered people with the, is the baby going to be too dark? I don't know. And I, none of us really know if that's I don't follow, how people feel. I don't I follow don't their... Like the whole, I just don't like everything triggered. I don't so follow I, the royal family, uh, you know, other than those stupid things we see on TV. And if you would have sat the two of them down 
in front of me without any preparation, I would have asked the same exact questions just from the things that we kind of been fed through the media over the years. I don't know of any of it to be true, but I would have probably asked the same questions. I would have been like, so is it true that they didn't like you because you were mixed? Is it true they didn't like your baby because the baby might have been dark? I mean, they were. Just, you knew what Oprah was going to ask. You knew, and they didn't answer anything. They danced around every answer. So what was yeah. the whole purpose of them doing that? Like, who who really cares? Like, who really cares here especially? And that, well, I think Americans do just have a fascination, just like they had the fascination with the Kennedys. But the other thing that I found very interesting is why didn't, no questions about her family. Right. And all the craziness that went on with her, not one single solitary question. Like, right, that's what I said to, get to, to the guys earlier. Everybody is fascinated with the royals. Right, that was one thing I said. It was her father was nuts. He wasn't even allowed to go to the wedding. And he was already getting ready to spout off. I thought for sure they were going to send somebody over to poison his beer. Uh, and you're right. That would have been one of the questions that have come up. I and mean, this is totally a one-sided interview. Yeah, but that totally could, have been, uh, totally could have been her saying, yeah, we'll do the interview, but don't ask me about my family at all. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, who, 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 who agrees to that? Exactly. Who, if, I'm a, if I'm a responsible broadcaster, I go, we had to turn that interview down. Because, I mean, Calvin, you know in this show, the first thing they t- for every guest that they have that they say, don't ask about this, it's the first question we ask. Right. You know what I mean? Don't, don't you, Especially if you're Oprah, you have no ramifications if you ask a question. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, Oprah got fired after that. Oprah you know? is more powerful than the queen. Yeah. I mean, 100%. Well, no. So, uh, I did... I did see she, Oprah came out and said there were no parameters. Uh, there was nothing oh, off limits. Right. Okay, so if there was nothing off limits, how come not one single question? Yeah, or, or I, I mean, just, in, I in fairness, in fairness, Oprah, it could have been edited down by in post by people who wanted to, like, hey, we take everything and now we want to tell a story. So they edit it down to really just what you're expecting to see from them. It's all about racism. It's all about something or, else. Or Oprah is a little more on her yeah. side and doesn't want to make yeah. her look bad. And, you know, everybody, if you take down the royals, that's, oh, ooh, ooh. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Kim. And as they say Wait, in your I mean, land, that, cheerio. Is she on her side because of the racism card? I'm not sure. Could be. You know, or the donkeys. It's another, it's another <laughs> point. Or she did ask Thanks, the guys. question. Or she did uh, ask. By the way, I love the, I love the show. I listen every single morning I have for more than 20 years. So awesome. great job, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Cheerio. Cheerio. Um, uh, it was the first time I heard about Donkey Sanctuary. The way they say <laughs> donkey and the way there. they say sanctuary <laughs> is great. Donkey Sanctuary. <laughs> sanctuary. Uh, uh, you wouldn't go there? Where? I oh, said I want to go there. Yeah, oh, I think you wouldn't. Yeah, who no, doesn't no. want to see donkeys? They had two donkeys. Did you see on my Instagram? It was a couple weeks ago. They had two donkeys at the Humane Society. How do they get those? Who just drops them off? Uh, they were surrendered. I don't know. Well, you know, sometimes people die and the family can't. They're like, oh, my, you know, mom had a farm or whatever and yeah. they die and they don't know what to do with them or whatever. Now, but- you know, I've, told, I've said this before that I would like to get chickens, but I haven't gotten chickens because... A couple of things. The reality of mites. The reality of me being attentive enough to chickens after a couple of weeks is is I don't want to be abused of. I mean, I don't want to accuse of animal cruelty because I forgot to feed my chickens. Do you know who had a chicken coop and had chickens? Yeah, Mo. What happened? You say had. Coyotes got him. What? Yeah. Coyotes. Coyotes. How does he know it's coyotes? Couldn't get Mo. Huh? He he came out and the chickens were (laughs) torn apart. 
Yeah, but you don't know that's coyote. Wow. It could be anything. Could be could have been, could have been a uh, English neighbor that didn't like Mo. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he have like a little protective pen for him? I think he did. Yeah. Ooh. Like they get in there. He paid. I think he paid a lot of money for these chickens because there's some kind of special. Oh, it was the bees. The bees are back. Yeah, it's some special egg laying chicken, and it never laid a single egg. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. That's because it was a rooster. Yeah. Hey, how about I? How about I paid the guy to let coyotes go in his backyard? Uh, how about that for Frank? <laughs> I wanted to have chickens, and then I, I realized. That after a while, the chicken newness would wear off, and I wouldn't be able to take care of the chickens. Uh, and then um, there were other like I, there were other animals that I thought, but donkeys, Calvin. What do donkeys need? Food and a little Love. exercise, and you know, yeah. get two of them so they can kind of hang out with each so other. So if I build least. a little donkey pen like I have next to the tortoise pen, yes, and get uh, miniature donkeys. And by by the way, my wife will be over every day tending oh, to the donkeys. That's Did you walk the donkey? No, but oh. I did pet the donkey. Are they were very nice. Now? No, <laughs> they're nice. Um, I also think that if I were to adopt an animal from the SPCA, like a dog, uh, I would pick one like the one you put up on Instagram with the wonky eye. Stark? I don't remember his With name. the half blue eye from yeah. the other day? Oh, that was the coolest dog in the world. Yeah, I like having weirdo dogs. It was such a sweet dog. Yeah, it was really cool. It's already on a test drive, so somebody's going to adopt it. I knew he'd be adopted immediately. I don't think you could have a donkey pen back there. Why? I think the gators would definitely yeah. start going up in there. Well, I'd put it in the pen. Still, I mean, gators, gators climb fences. Climb. Oh, come on. Put it in a me. dome. <laughs> what yeah. would be? Donkey dome? Yeah, donkey domes? What would be better than watching that security cam video of the alligator climbing over the fence <laughs> oh. and eating the donkey? Nature's uh-huh. metal. At that point, <laughs> at that point you metal. almost deserve it. No, like you don- deserved it. Yeah, you earned that donkey. <laughs> the donkey could outrun the alligator, I think. Not if it's in a no. pen. donkey could stomp it. Yeah, I, no. I, I'm, take, I'm putting my money on the donkey. Don't you watch wilderness videos? Let's do it. Carmen's birthday party, donkey <laughs> versus gator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this. I'll be taking action in the backyard. Uh, so now two more women have come forward to accuse New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of inappropriate conduct. That's according to reports from the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. A former press aide, Karen Hinton, told the Post that Cuomo invited her to his dimly lit hotel room after work after a work event in Los Angeles in 2000, embraced her as she tried to leave, and then pulled her back towards him as she pulled away. Anna Liss, another uh, ex-aide to Cuomo, said the governor in 2014 hugged and kissed her on both cheeks and grabbed her waist. Uh, the new allegations compound the pressure of, on the governor who is facing heat from prior claims of this sexual harassment. This is starting harassment. to sound like Rain Man. He, on uh, November 26th, pulled and twisted his ear. Squeezed and pulled in her back. <laughs> Uh, as well as a uh, scandal over his administration's handling of COVID nursing home death data. I I, got to tell you, I think the guy is a single guy who's got a small pawn that he deals with. He's He's not on Tinder. He's not out in the bars on the weekends. He had a small pond of women that he had an opportunity to try and have relations with. He went for it. Seems to have gotten shot down a bunch. Uh, and he, you know, I, I mean, I look. I'm not, I'm not defending him. I'm trying to see the reality of this. Do you I mean, know is who, this guy a predator, or is he just a guy trying to hook up with chicks? Do you know who comes out next? Is a guy named Marty who ran his uh, office like he was the chief of staff, if they have that for governors. And he was like, I kept on telling him, Andrew, stop trying to bang the aides. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. really it because it seems like that's almost all of these different people but, are people that he that worked for him. Okay, yeah. so think about it. So let's just use a radio station, for example. 
So I'm in the radio station. I'm the I'm the boss of the radio station. I'm single. I make the most money, and everybody kind of fears me a little bit. Who am I going to bang? The women my age or the hot young chicks? Like, who am I interested in? I'm a man. Sure. Right. No, no, no. That's totally understandable. But it's also understandable whenever they go, hey, this guy who's wielding power over me grabbed me and tried to kiss me. What do I do? Yeah. Because I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to go and tell somebody and lose my job. But also, I don't want old Hansy McGee over here grabbing my waist <laughs> and trying to kiss my neck. Yes, and, and I'm, I'm 100% in agreement with that. He, he uh, should not be... I, I think I, I think it's kind of like Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is like, I asked these women if I can masturbate in front of them, and they said yes, and they stayed while I did it. What did I do wrong? Then later on he came out and he said, I understand now that I was a guy of power, and these women felt like if they said no to me, I would not, you know, I Here's would have the blackballed. But, but he's saying he didn't understand that. So, so do, we, do we assume that Governor Cuomo... Didn't understand that. They didn't realize it. If he's like, hey, I didn't know. I'm, I'm single and I'm trying to meet girls. Now I realize that these girls are fearing me. And you know what I mean? But like, Louis C.K. is a different situation. No, 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 no. Yeah, because why? Because he's a comedian where Andrew Cuomo no, is the governor. Nope, right. Well, no. Here, here's a different thing. Is Louis at that time with those two girls... Wasn't really anybody. He was uh, he was a comedian. He was a famous comedian, but he didn't have the big show and all that type of stuff. Later on, when he had the shows and you know was talking to girls about doing that, those girls, I think Louis was right. I don't think Louis did anything wrong. No. Weird, maybe you call it weird, but Louis said, "Hey, can I do this in front of you?" And they said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Cool," because I like to do that. Yeah. And they went to the hotel room and they did it. He did it, and they were laughing. Yeah. Which I would have said, hey, maybe don't laugh while I'm doing this. But- and they told people about it. <laughs> right. and, and Sarah Silverman came out and she said when they were friends, he used to do it in front of her. Right. And as long as the girls are cool with it, that's fine. They're you compliant. can totally do it. But to come out later and be like, oh, we didn't let it. Shut up. You were there. You were in the hotel room. You were joking around. You told plenty of people jokingly, not like it, you didn't say he sexually assaulted us. You said, yeah. And then we went to this hotel room right. and he did this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Later on, whenever he was trying to do it to girls that worked on his show, that's a problem right? because he's in power there and stuff. But the initial thing, I don't think Louie was wrong. Okay, but let me ask you a question. So he does it and the initial the initial one, right? Right. He does it and it works out. It's Sarah Silverman does sure. it and it works out. Yeah. i got to be honest with you. It's not my fetish, but if Sarah Silverman wanted to watch me do it, I'd do it. Sure. So it's working out for him. Uh, he's done it, let's just say, a half a dozen times and all half a dozen times it's been great for everybody. Right. So then he's uh, he's the boss on his show, Louie, now, and there's girls that work for him. And he asks them, hey, can I do it for you? And they say, sure. And they watch it, and it's the same thing. And, and to him, that's just another one that was successful. It took him to realize that he didn't give those girls an opportunity to say no because they felt like they could be penalized for it. They would lose sure. their jobs for it. But not that that was necessarily the case. But that that existed. Right. And he didn't realize it until afterwards. And he came out and apologized. And he realized he goes, it was unfair yeah. to me because those girls feared me because they feared their jobs. I didn't know. So do we afford the governor the same uh, the same thing? Do we say to him, well, like my, my no, thing with him. No, because he knows. He knows yeah. he's and in he's a position denying, of power. He's denying a lot of it, too, is Look, the problem. I, we'll see when he, if he comes out with a, an apology and what he says and if they accept it. I mean, he I, has come out with an apology. He said, look, I'm a, I was over-friendly. I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of the – look, he's got, he's got swag. He's, a, he's an old, uh, you know, 
Romeo Casanova um, Italian guy. That's how all guys in New York, they all got that Italian guy swag, and they're all throwing it around. And if girls respond to it, you know, you, you think it's a good thing. And, and like, how many times you meet an old Italian guy, and what does he do? He kisses you the first time you meet him. Mm. And for a second, you're like, oh, that was weird. And then, but, oh, you know, he's an old Italian guy. You know what I mean? Like, you're not like, oh, he's trying to get in my pants. In this case, where he was trying to get in their pants, and they said no, is there any instance of him saying, well, this could, this does not work well for you for your job? Is there any instance of him of him uh, getting a girl alone in the room, and she says no, and then he treats her differently, or he... But there is this, where he, where she says he embraced her, and as she tried to leave, he then pulled her back toward him as she pulled away. So he's, like, fighting women. You know uh, what I mean? Like, ah, get over here! Uh, I, I, like, again, <laughs> I, I, in this case, Galvin, my, my, uh, is it that you never had a girl that you were hitting on, and she was, like, giving you the oh, I really should go kind of thing, but she really wanted to stay, and you're like, oh, don't go, stay, and she's like, oh, I want to stay, you know, and then she leaves, and then and then he gives her a little pull, she says no, and then she leaves, you know what I'm saying, it's you trying, He now, now when you hear that, you think, oh my god, he held her, she tried to pull away, and he held her, or was she like, I gotta go, and he's like, no, stay, you know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. like, there's a big difference when you read something, like, and it makes it sound like he was, you know, borderline uh, rapey, but the truth is, or not the truth, I'm assuming, like I'm saying, there's a possibility he was just trying to be trying to get her to stay because he liked her. Uh, but you know? as someone who went to law school and who's a governor, you should know by putting yourself in those situations and being a, overly aggressive, this is something that you could be accused you, of. You're absolutely right, Carmen. You're 100% right, and he should have known better, and that's why he has to deal with this situation now and the embarrassment. But as adults... And as people who have dealt with cancel culture for the last couple of years now, right. and, and and again, I don't particularly like this guy. I don't. I think he's pompous, and I think it's part of the reason why he's in the position he's in now is because he's so arrogant. But what I'm saying is, is that in all situations, not just in this, we really have to look at all the details as much as we can before we decide somebody like this guy resigns. Now he is ruined. Now, is there any girl that uh, that was on the other end of that that feels like every whatever he did? is enough for him to be ruined now and he shouldn't be able to be the governor and he shouldn't be able to work, he shouldn't be able to run for president? Like, the, like, is there any of that, that anything he's done that makes you think that? Or do you think that he maybe should just be like, hey, I, uh, you know, as, as a single guy and a guy who doesn't get out there and get to meet a lot of women, I probably, you know, dabbled in the wrong pool of women, the women who worked for me, and that was wrong and I'll never do that again. I'm pretty good. I think that that's a pretty good... Um, apology and and a lesson for him to learn and other people to learn and then that's it we move on then if there's any other incident then you see that there's a guy who just can't learn and he's and he needs to go but I mean in in this case I don't there's no woman who says anything uh, about him or he forced them or or held their job over their head or did anything he just made some bad decisions on who he attempted to hook up with I I don't you know what I mean like if I was single. And uh, I, I think Mike is really attractive. And I said to Mike, I, Mike and I got along really well. And I said to her one day, you know, I, I really like you and we should go out, whatever. And she says, no, we're just friends. And I go, oh, come on, we could be more than friends, blah, blah. And she said, no, 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 that's it. And then years later, Micah says, yeah, he hit on me one time. Do you, are you guys like, oh, fire him? Or was a guy who liked a girl and wanted to try and hook up with her? No, I think I think he is a guy. Like you said, he's a single guy. He's the governor. He's you know has notoriety. He has some money, all that stuff, and he's looking to have sex with women. All guys are. So let's first off, let's not you know go against this guy for that. But 
I see there seems to be a pattern here of the him going after girls. But that could just be, hey, listen, I'm busy, and those are the girls that are around. That, that's what I'm saying. His pool and, is very small. And I think also he is a victim of, and, you know, I'm calling him a victim. He's a victim of hindsight. Now right. you realize that's wrong. Listen, 20, 30 years ago, think about think about Mad Men. That was real, yeah. by the way. Yeah. That's yeah. how they treated women, and that's how women basically thought of themselves, too. You hear the one girl, oh, I don't know. I just know how to use a typewriter, and, you know, that's all I can do. I, I'm a secretary. There's no yeah. way that a girl could be in there pitching ideas and doing stuff. But that that was, that was the culture. That's not too long ago. So the fact that he's doing this stuff, and even you may go, oh, yeah, but this happened, this happened in 2000. That's 21 right. years ago. And he's, how old is he, 60-something years old? Yeah. Yeah, and, and 2000. The culture was completely different than it was in 2017 uh, and 2012. I mean, every couple of years, things change drastically for the better. But also, it, it's we're too quick to ruin somebody over something that may be as innocent as, hey, I, you know. He tried now a little I, hard. What's that? He tried, like, yeah. to be as innocent as trying a little hard. Right. I mean, I mean that's, that's the case. The woman that comes out and says, he held me down. And would not let me get back up and forced himself on me, even if it was just for a kiss. That's a crime. That's something he should be held accountable for. The woman that says, uh, he came on to me and made me feel weird and then I left. Oh, that makes him a man. And that makes him a man who is, uh, who has got a small pool of women to choose from because he's a, he's a governor. He's not exposed to strangers. He's not exposed to, um, you know, dating pools and websites and all this stuff where people meet people now. He's only got the people around him. To me, this all comes off like the, you know, the rich billionaire. Nobody tells me no because I'm rich, including women, and I'm going to do what I want. Like, we try and, like, normalize him. Hey, he's just normal single guy living life. He's a billionaire. That he's not a billionaire. Is, yeah, I know. He's not a – you keep well, saying yeah. that. I don't think he's a billionaire. He's okay. A billionaire. He's, is he not a millionaire? He's not, he's not a rich individual? He's he's not as rich as you're thinking. So, so he's a man of power. Uh, it says around five million. Okay, okay so he's a, he's a rich guy. But I gotta tell you, that's five in New million, York. That's not yeah, a lot. Yeah. That's almost an average. Uh, five millionaire in New York is not that big of a deal. He does have a, a legacy. His father was the governor. He's got a name in the city. His right. brother's on TV. I mean that he does have well, that swagger. It's, it's that menta- that mentality of nobody tells me no, including women. But, I'm going to make that, women do what I want. But plenty of women told him no, and, right. and then he let him go. Well, yeah, but he let like, him go. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I said, <laughs> and then he and then he unshackled them. But they yeah. did tell him no. Is like what this, I'm saying, like the, the like the woman where he grabbed her around her face and tried to kiss her. Like he thinks that is completely okay. Yeah, but it, that's that mentality. Why is it not okay? That's that here, to me. It's that it's that Donald Trump grab him by the pee mentality but is it, that those rich why guys is it not seem okay? to have. Why it's is not it, okay. But how do you kiss a girl ever? If if you, you you can't do it like that, you can't just grab a woman but, but and try. Gio, and you say grab. I don't think he grabbed her head. Well, I'm just going based on the photo <laughs> yeah, but, that was in mean, the time. Yeah, but he touched he, her face. He touched yeah. her face. Right. But yeah. here's the other thing is, and this isn't a sound terrible, but there are women out there, and if you want to call in, there's a lot of women that like for a man to be aggressive. And, and they don't yeah. want, I don't want some pussy that's going to ask me right. whether he can kiss me. I want a guy to come up and kiss me. And you also, know what I mean? I'm not giving you the Fonzie no means yes right. line, but there are girls who out of their own sense of guilt feel like they have to put up a little bit of a game before they could say yes. They don't want to say no the first time. I mean, they don't want to say yes the first time. And, and I'm not even necessarily talking about sex. They're In their head, they're like, I really like this guy, but he's the governor. Should I be doing this? I don't really know. 
I'm going to say no, but I really want to. And then he is saying, I, I sense that in women, and I want to let them know that they can relax, and I'm just a guy. We we, we don't know. The the girl, the one girl, uh, went to his hotel room. What was she doing there? Why well, did she go there? Yeah. Here, here's the problem with that, though, is, yeah, you can say that totally. And, you know, with the same with the Mike Tyson one, there's a lot of stuff. But she was also a press aide. Uh, and she said that uh, he invited her to the hotel room. He may have said, hey, listen, I'll give you an interview, uh, you know, but I got to get ready for this other thing. Just come to my room and we'll do a blah, blah, blah. And she may have said, okay. Then she goes in and she's, he's got a little smooth jazz and it's dimly lit. And then he <laughs> tries to grab her around the waist and she tries to leave and then he pulls her back. Yeah. That may have been completely innocent. Or they could have been having drinks. And he said, yeah. why don't we take this upstairs? And she said, sure. And then decided she didn't want to bang the governor, you know, and wanted to leave. And so there's been no talk about him exposing himself to these women. Yeah. There's been no talk about him forcefully stopping them from leaving. You can he, make an argument for either side easily. Uh, but I, we don't know because we weren't there. I think he is guilty of bad judgment. And I think he is guilty of also the times that he was in and the amount of women that he's exposed to where he has the opportunity to to try and date or hook up on any of these women. I bet he's it's, also guilty of bad breath. He looks like he has bad breath. <laughs> oh, I think but, he's constantly got mints on him. Oh, Does, doesn't, there, no, <laughs> doesn't there come a point where being guilty of the time you're in is not an acceptable excuse. Like, it's not yes. okay. Yes. Like, it's like, oh, well, he's just if an old guy, and it's okay because that's when he grew, that's how he grew up. If there's a crime. But eventually you can't accept that. That's not an excuse. Yeah, but, but I'm saying you can't. you got to look back at slavery, and you got to go, uh, slavery was definitely wrong. And at the time, there were people there who knew what they were doing right. was wrong. That's I just, wrong. I in feel- this case here, it's inappropriate. It's not, yeah. it's not wrong. It's not inappropriate. Like, what if the woman... What if the woman, the press woman, say, what if the, uh, she went to the room, um, she she had a little crush on him, they had some drinks, he grabbed her by the way, she made out with him, and they both fell in love with each other. Right. That's how that relationship was formed. There's still nothing nothing wrong that happened there. It was an inappropriate uh, a person to choose to try and have a relationship with. However, that's how relationships happen. People, the most unlikely people, come together to form relationships. You don't, you don't know. I have yet to hear anything that this guy has done that has been a crime or anything where he should lose his job. If anything, he should be forced to go to some sort of, um, you know, one of those BS things where they sit you down and tell you about how, like a seminar. Yeah, you shouldn't That's kiss girls at work for you, and then and then move on. That's but all. He also, did. you know, if the guy was honest, and I probably a lot of people get mad about this, but I would go, yeah, there it is. He says, listen, my father was governor, then I became governor, and I love women, and I thought, hey, man, if I become governor, a lot of women will probably want to bang me. You know what I mean? Like, that's definitely part of it. It's just like rock stars. Oh, did you practice for hours and hours and hours so you'd be the best guitar player? Or so you get up on stage and you can get chicks because you play guitar? Like, that's the whole thing of it. Almost any job you do, you're going... Huh? Is this going to get me women? What? You know, yeah. It's true. Listen, listen, bass player. That never seems to work out. If, if women weren't around, guys would be wearing uh, shorts and t-shirts and not shaving and fat and not caring about anything. Women are around, so we go. Oh, what car should I drive? Oh, what job should I get? Oh, what should I do with my hair? Well, I mean, also other men. What yes. do you mean? Like gay men? Think about men. Yeah, well, okay. It's not just women. Why are you going to bring that? <laughs> <Same motivation. laughs> I don't want to. Same motivation, though. Yeah, Joe's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We have a lot of stuff to argue about, too, because we have more stuff that's going to make you go, make your head explode, I think. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you what. You want to take a break real quick? Uh, Sure, we can. Let's play some commercials so we don't, because I'm really torn by this uh, conversation about Cuomo, because 
in my in my gut, I really don't believe it's the same thing as as Trump. I and and the thing with Trump, I feel like he was just. I feel like he was just talking. I feel like he's just, you know, braggadocious. When guy. I say that, I just I'm just referring to not Trump's just like that mentality. Right. It seems like that rich, powerful guy Absolutely. mentality seems to be very common through a lot of the people that are in that. But also, I know do a lot you know, of whores. Do you know, know why? a lot of whores that love guys who are in power? And oh they yeah, throw them right. sure. And yeah. that's that's but why that's, they have that mentality, Gio, right. is because they've gotten away with it. Right. There's a, rich money can cover up anything. Money can do anything you want for you. And and so they feel like they're entitled, especially if they were born rich. They feel entitled, yeah. and they've seen it. They've they have a track record of man. I got this girl who was a strong fourteen on a scale of one to ten, yeah. just because I'm rich. Uh, oh, of, of course. Uh, all right, let us take a break. When we come back, we'll continue with news. We'll do a classic open letter this hour before the hour is up. I see all of your phone calls there. We will get to those as well. The phone numbers, if you want to try and get in, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I'll answer your phone calls, and we'll continue news when we come back. It's the Mike Calta Show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Tampa Bay's most listened-to morning show, The Mike Calta Show on 1025 The Bone. It's the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. I think this curses. It does later on. Oh, okay. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. You know, spring is almost here. And you don't want to wait to do spring cleaning. You can get ahead of your spring cleaning by calling the cleaning pros at Zero Res Carpet and Towel Cleaning. You can clean up the winter mess. Get your home fresh, clean, just in time for spring. Plus, you can open up the windows. It smells so awesome in here. Uh, and only Zero Res gives you their patented cleaning process. Well, yeah, not if you have bees. Yeah. Uh, they uh, use powered water, no harsh chemicals, and without none of that yucky soap residue that's left behind in your carpets and tiles and upholstery. That means it stays cleaner longer because there's nothing in there that is just attracting dirt and trapping it back in your carpets. And, of course, Zero Res follows all the CDC guidelines to make sure they provide you with the safest cleaning process while in your home or your business. All their techs practice social distancing. They wear mask, gloves, shoe covers, and they disinfect all equipment in between jobs. They have been out to my house recently, and I've seen them do all of this stuff. And right now, if you mention me, Mike Calthy, you'll get 20% off all carpet and tile cleaning, but all you need to do is schedule your service. You could call them, 813-375-9960, or you could book it at ZeroResTampaBay.com. That's ZeroRes, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, TampaBay.com, whether you spell backwards or forwards at zero res and make sure you mention me it'll give you 20 percent off all carpet and tile cleaning at zero res now uh there are some uh, phone calls here i will get to some of those and then we will move on with the rest of news let's start with bill bill goes back to the to the royal family bill good morning you're on the mike calta show what's up bill good morning mike hey if you got donkeys and you got cows you put the donkeys out the field's with the cows and the coyotes will stay out of there. Why? Because coyotes are afraid of cows? Donkeys. Oh, you say no. No, the donkeys are afraid of the coyotes. What's wrong with you? Why? What's wrong with your voice? Why are you running out of air so quick? You okay? Um, no, I wouldn't have an operation. They had a sick throat thing down my throat ever since. uh, All right, don't... Don't overdo it. I don't want you to overdo yeah, it. Okay, no. so you're saying if you put the donkeys with the cows, the coyotes won't go near the donkeys because they're afraid of the cows. That's right. All right. Good, the, don- good. 
the donkeys will the donkeys will protect the cows. <laughs> the coyotes know it, and I gotta be old man. My throat's killing me. That's all right. Go relax. Thank oh, you, Bill. Good Lord, thank you. Let's gargle some salt water. The last thing Bill got to say before he died was about donkeys and cows. Yeah. Good luck to you, Bill. Oh boy. Uh, let's go to Robbie, who has been holding for some time. Good morning, Robbie. You're on the Mike Out the Show. Hey guys, how are you going, Mike? Um, hope everyone's well. I just thought I'd touch base because you were speaking earlier about um, supernatural or greater human abilities, and you also mentioned something about meditation, and you seem to sort of perk up about it. And I thought I'd just give you a buzz and tell you that there is people out there, but um, I can actually manipulate my energy and spin it enough to where you can actually produce light with it, Well, I can produce light with it. Where? Where would I see the light? Well, you would see it wherever I'm focusing on. So if you were in a room, if I put you in a dark room and you meditated, you could produce light against the wall. Absolutely. I want to see that. And then I want to enter you in that contest. Yeah, I was going to say, you could win $250,000. I want to come in and show you for sure. But what if you don't do it? I'm going to feel bad being mean to you because you sound like a nice guy. Well, I I, I tell you why. I mean, I've done it for enough people, and I've got enough videos on my phone that... um, We'll get the conditions where it's right, and you can actually you can prove it. All right, but here's the and question, Robbie, is how have you not monetized this? How yeah. are you not light man and you're super rich because you can do that? Right. Well, I tell you what, I've tried to get on to people mm. in a way that, that, that doesn't sound like you're trying to, to be a dickhead. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> you're not, you don't sound like a dickhead. You don't sound like a dickhead, but we have to... From a scientific point of view, you know what I mean? And, All right, so tell me that, give me the... Give me the science behind it. What is, how are you able to manipulate and, I guess, create light? Well, I'll, I'll explain it to you like this. You know the body already has an aurora field, and it's got associated colors depending on what that person's into at the time or, or how they feel about things. So we already know that much. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, we, people say that, but we don't know that. I can't see your aura. I can't see the colors. So how do we know it? You're right. Well, that's just it. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But, but it, All right, but let's say it's true. Go ahead. Let's say it's true. Let's, let's leverage off that. I've worked out a way where I've actually bled my chakras, the seven centers in my body. I've, I've overworked them to such a point that in my aura, my energy field, those associated colors are thick. And I can okay. spin those colors because it's my energy. I can see it now, and I can spin it tight enough into a ball and roll it hard enough where it starts to flicker and create light. So I'm using things that we already know about in our, I guess, understanding of the non-physical. I'm using that and, and sort of leveraging off of it. And I, and I can tell you, and I can prove it to you, that it is that it's possible. How can I get videos I can see? Can I watch the video somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, and I can send you some, some photos of it, too. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Carmen will get your information or exchange information with you. And I'd like to start by seeing it, and then we'll move on from yep. there, okay? Sounds good. All, All right. right, Mike. All right, light All right. man. Thank Put you. him on hold there. <laughs> light yeah. man. Light man. Light man. Ah. Defender of the sun. All right, let's get back into uh, news. All right, uh, I think this is going to blow some people away. There is a bill being proposed in California that would make it illegal to advertise certain sections of retail stores as just for boys or just for girls, <laughs> inclu- including <laughs> clothes and toys. 
The bill, AB1084, was just introduced into California legislature last month by an assembly uh, members, Evan Lowe of the Bay Area and Christina Garcia of Los Angeles, which aims to do away with gendered signage in big department stores of 500-plus employees. In other words, places like Target, Walmart, or Kohl's that sell children, children's uh, items, uh, toys, products, wardrobe, any of that stuff, uh, based on sex, it would just be a free-for-all. So parents wouldn't be able to go and go to the girls' section or the boys' right. section. They'd also be prohibited from dividing the uh, floor space up by gender. There's uh, more. Any websites uh, these stores operate would have to change their categories, too. So instead of boys and girls, they would read kids, unisex, or gender neutral. Some of these stores have already uh, started designating certain certain, uh, sections of the uh, floor to gender neutral, like Target, which apparently made the move in 2015. As for uh, when they're trying to make this official, supposedly for fairness uh, in the uh, for the kids who might not like what uh, gendered section has offered them. Uh, for example, low publicity uh, uh, cited an antidote from a uh, fellow staffer whose nine-year-old daughter was confused on why she had to go to the boys' toy section to get a science kit. Yeah. Uh, well, but, uh, look, that I that I understand. Well, that's gender First neutral all, anyways. Though. I didn't know there was a boys toy section. I've never seen that in a store. Even well, when I was a kid, I don't recall Well, the that. toys are separated. Yeah, like yeah. dolls are in an area. Trucks are in an area. Yeah, but they don't necessarily say boys or girls. They just, like, if you want trucks are over here. If you want dolls are over here. They didn't the say girls here. Yeah. Right. And usually when you go down, and I have a young child, so I'm used to I go down to the doll aisle, it's dolls on one side and like stuffed animals on the other like it's not like but that's the thing if you walk down because normally there's two aisles one aisle very pink one aisle very blue i have to tell you carmen i don't i don't other than the toys themselves like i don't see target making a pink aisle and a blue aisle i see the toys being packaged pink and the toys being packaged blue maybe that's somewhere you'd want to uh, start. My daughter is not a pink girl. She her favorite color is blue. She doesn't want things that are blue. She'd rather wear blue or purple as opposed to pink. And I couldn't care less. Uh, I I mean like my daughter loves to. She went. She had. We had some friends of the family that uh, took her fishing yesterday in the mud and the dirt. She loves that stuff. That's what she gets. I, no one is trying to push her in a certain way. And I don't. I get it if 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 they said, "Oh, you want a you want a uh, truck that's in the boys section," then that would be wrong. But uh, uh, you know, I don't I don't recall. I'm gonna have to pay more attention now when I go down to the store. I could to see, especially Target, because Target has been, you know, they were one of the first people to let you go wear a wig and pee in the ladies' room if you want to do it from back in the day. Target, I even Walmart though. Walmart is. Toys, toys, toys. I'm trying to think of their toy aisles. Like they don't have they they group this stuff together, but that just makes it. Why would you go? Why would you go Barbie doll truck, um, teddy bears, and then on another aisle more Barbie dolls? More you got to keep your stuff together so it's right. easy to shop. That just makes the most sense. Right, but the difference with that is like you're keeping the toy trucks together, but then right next to the toy truck you're putting a science kit. Where right next to the Barbies you're putting a makeup kit, an easy it, bake oven, an easy. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. It is yeah. very gender. The, but again, those are more for the toy operator, toy manufacturers, than they are for the stores. Yeah. You, you, I don't have an easy bake oven that is designed for a boy. Like we made, we, Joey had a kitchen when he was little because he liked to go pretend he was cooking. But you're right; they don't, they don't really market them. The toy companies as an oven for 
for boys. So that, but that doesn't go into the, the stores. I don't know how that. And look, at, at, when you're a kid and you want to buy uh, clothing, you're usually, if you're in the school ages between like seventh grade and sophomore year, that may be your most uncomfortable with yourself years. Especially boys, you go your like little fat periods for some kids, and you don't, you know, you don't want to, be, you don't want to be shopping for clothes in front of girls. You feel, you feel, you're tr- you're getting to the point now where you're trying to hook up with girls. You're trying to notice girls, get them to notice you. Also, you good luck showing up to school when you accidentally bought a girl shirt. <laughs> I, I'm just letting you know right now. You may say, oh, you know, I want my kid to be comfortable and wear whatever. But if a boy shows up wearing a girl's shirt, there are going to be kids that pick on him. Oh, and I don't know. Maybe you're... show up to work with lady jeans on. Yeah. 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 You're, you're impressing pick... me. You might get picked on. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, I find it just as a, an adult when I go shopping, if I'm looking for something, I know what section to go to. Like, right. I shop in the guy section for pajama bottoms because they have a bigger selection and they're more comfortable. Yeah, and nobody's like a lesbian. Right. But you it's just... I mean? <laughs> go buy whatever you want. And you're but not also... offended by that, Carmen, that you have to go in the men's section to buy? No, and yeah. I don't care, but it's easier to find them because if they were mixed, like if guys and girls' clothes were mixed in together, you know how hard it would oh. to be, like go find yourself and how long it would take you to shop to yeah. find certain things? Like, you do have to separate stuff. That's a weird, that's just a weird thing. I get, I get sometimes what the people's point is, why they're trying to think about these things, but it's you got to go with what makes common sense but here's the interesting thing about all of this is you know what have you always been taught it's be an individual don't follow everybody else do <laughs> yeah. what you think is right whatever but meanwhile now they're trying to turn everybody into the same person yeah, yeah. it's so weird i don't know but anyways the voting on this could happen as early as march 21st i'm just if, a bill. <laughs> if it passed uh if it got signed off by the governor there it would uh, start in effect uh in 2024 I don't know what the big deal is because Big Lots has been doing this for years, no. right? Don't they just throw everything? Yeah. In the they just the back store? up the truck and dump yeah. it in there. Clam chowder and yeah. next to underwear and yeah. the whole thing. Good for you, Big Lots. <laughs> what do you need? An office chair? I think that's going to be over by the dog food. Right. <laughs> Go check it out. Yep. Uh, yeah. So last week, a guy dressed all in black with his mask covering his whole face walked up to a woman at a subway station in Boston and showed her a message on his phone that said, I am Satan. And I and believe it or not, she didn't uh, fall in love with this guy. What? Instead, she ran away from him and reported him to the cops. Satan told the cops that he was just trying to flirt and be funny with her, uh, but they uh, booted him out of the subway station. I would have just wrote, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Satan doesn't need a uh, yeah. smartphone. <laughs> uh, a fugitive in England was caught earlier this year when he left his house because he was uh, bored during lockdown and wanted to get the newest Call of Duty game. He wound up getting into a fight with police officers, and now he's back in prison with an extra 13 months added to his sentence. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a uh, pastor in Missouri. He's getting some heat after telling women that they need to keep it tight <laughs> because uh, <laughs> if they want to keep their husband and a recent uh, sermon, Pastor Stuart Allen Clark enlightened uh, congregation about uh, men and what women should be doing. Here's a little bit of what he had to say. Your man needs an attractive wife. Hockey player said, he said, I married a trophy wife, but now she looks like the Stanley Cup. You see what I'm talking about? <laughs> and, and ladies here, here's the thing you need to know about men. Don't give him a reason to be looking around. Hello? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't kill oh, oh, this guy's right. I'm going to go to his church. What church is this? Uh, that's in Missouri if you want to go. Now, yeah, if, you, if you're if you giving that sermon and then the follow-up is, and gentlemen, 
you can't be old fat ball guy watch around walking watching football in your underwear. Is that better? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Even it out. Yeah. Well, because what he's saying makes sense. Yeah. If you expect your wife to be attracted to you for your whole marriage, then you can't just turn into a big fat lard that sits around yeah. and watches TV and eats sandwiches. But he didn't and do like, that. Well, I don't. I mean, I didn't. I don't know. But and ladies, if you no, it was, it was more about women. It was right. more about how they should be like uh, uh, Melania Trump. She's the perfect trophy wife and just all kind of stuff. I find that term. Hilarious trophy wife. That's an interesting one. Like you one, won right? her yeah. some sort of. You know, that's just, Hockey player said I married a trophy wife. <laughs> now she looks like Stanley Cup. That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. I have seen. I'm definitely not going to mention any names, <laughs> but I have seen. You know, we've grown up in a society where if a guy has a hot wife and he is not hot, then we automatically assume that he has something else to offer, money, like money, right, yeah. or um, fame, or, or nice cars, or something. Yeah. Which we assume. But I have seen more in the last year or so on Facebook of the reverse of a guy who uh, is still looking pretty good for his age and his wife is just absolutely horrendous. Mm. I'm not just talking about a wife who picked up a couple of pounds. I'm talking about a wife who looks like a grenade went off in her face. And you go, that's some love, man. That that is really some love there because guys usually don't stick around for that. I mean, we're we're very superficial. Well, they probably have small, you know. Yeah, maybe that's know. the thing. I mean, that's... micro penis is a real thing that happens. What do you think? He got one girl that didn't mind his micro penis, and he's sticking with her. Like, I will never leave you. Well, I yeah, don't I don't want anyone else to know about my micro penis. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy with money, with a good body, and uh, you know, got some got some money, and has a horrendous wife. Horrend, like I'm going to show you a picture. She's got to bring something to the table, though. I imagine. I you know? don't particularly like her. But I also, her bitchy on top of her. Here's oh, the yeah. here's the Ooh. thing: is uh, sometimes they get married early, and then he locks in. That's her. Yeah. So when she changes, Look, he doesn't was, see it. There was never. A, oh, hold on. My wife is texting me. I hope she's guessing. You, you mean like shallow oh. Hal? You yeah. Know, uh, see it? No, 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 no. Was she hot at one point and it fell off, or there's it no doesn't way? appear. That she ever had, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you right yeah. now. I have a, a good friend. Her? Do not put yeah. this on camera anywhere. No, text us. And by the way, this is nobody that we've ever talked about on the show. This is somebody that I uh, that I. Eh, just leave it there. I have a buddy whose whose wife was. Yes. Was you talk about that. Yeah. Why, you, why did you just point at me? Because it's you know you got to stop talking about your wife like that. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was she was uh, I'm not gonna say skinny, but she definitely wasn't big. And then they got married, and shortly after, she gained like 80 pounds Ooh. out of nowhere. She pulled the ripcord, and he didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and he you know I I felt bad because he does he like genuinely doesn't know what to do. He he's didn't trapped. know how to talk to her yeah. about it. Yeah, you know he's unhappy about it. But I you know. That sucks. It's a tough one. I want to get your natural. Reaction. I have to find. I had it in my phone library. I have to go find it. <laughs> Joe's going to show it on Bone TV. Please don't. No, I'm I, can, not. I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> I'll kill you. It's right next to your foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I got it. Oh. I'm Send it to us, too. Let me show it to them. Bye-bye. All right. Come on. You are not kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh. You said, oh. oh. What is man? Wow. That, yeah. There's, There's got to be something She's got to be doing something. Yeah, there's something. You know? No. There's she come nothing. from money or, you know, like maybe. No. No? He's got the money. Mm. 
Yeah, that's true love. That is true love. Maybe she's got some skills, you know. Listen, but if she's if mean you on saw top the picture, of that, yeah. no set of skills. Okay, that goes with it. True beauty's on the inside. Not if she's mean though. No, oh, yeah. Not if you can't you know? get to the inside, <laughs> yeah. turn her inside out, maybe. <laughs> Oof, Galvin. Yeah. Oof. I want to send it to you. Yeah. Send it to the group. Can... No, 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 no. I don't. You don't trust. want it on record. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I'll no. delete it. Come on. Yeah, I yeah. trust you. I don't trust Carmen. You yeah. can show Are it to Carmen. Are you serious? Did you send 100%. it or not? No, I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, send it, and then I'll uh, look at it and delete it. Wow. You can show Carmen. I just I'll eat my it. phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not exaggerating at all either. No, that's that's tough. Do I know this guy or no? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh-uh. Sending through digital transfer. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, she looks like she should be doing like uh, nope. host, hosting horror movies. <laughs> oh, okay, that's it. Don't say anything else. Yeah, don't say anything else. Oh no, this is making me oh. uncomfortable. What? Yeah, <laughs> fine, it's Mo. No, oh. I'm joking. Oh, I'm joking. Oh, I mean, you know what? I was trying to insult Mo, and I mean, yeah. I made fun yeah. of his wife. I didn't mean that. Now that's not that guy's mother, <laughs> right? Right yeah. now, I, uh, now I got to know why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, delete, 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 right. me, delete, delete right. me, delete. Uh, Oklahoma is now offering two point one million dollar bounty on anyone who hunts Bigfoot. <laughs> the, the, I'll, I'll double it. Listen, the whole thing. I'm a, a double. It. It's a tourism play, double. but they're hoping to bring people to the uh, state to go on Bigfoot hunts, and they'll give businesses a chance to uh, sell Bigfoot hunting license and all that kind of stuff. So, good luck, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma's yeah. like paying people to move there, aren't they? Is in Oklahoma? What's going on with Oklahoma? I think they're they everybody's leaving. Yeah, I don't think they have any. The state has any money left. Mm. I don't know. Any, I never met anybody that I could recall is from Oklahoma. I don't know. Anybody that's going back to Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah, nothing. Uh, we talked about last week how Chipotle had their uh, new uh, makeup line. Well, just in time for Easter, there's a new line of eyeshadow in Peeps colors. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, light, glittery, glittery, glittery look that have all the different Peeps have. Uh, they it's about forty bucks for it. So if you want to look like a Peep, mm. there you go. Of course, although a hot girl looking like a Peep might work. Yeah, you put know? her in the microwave. Yeah, where'd you get oh. that makeup, Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Perrier just created a new, quote, carbonated energy water. Oh. How do you like that? It's called Perrier Energize, and it comes with different fruit flavors uh, and uh, has about the same caffeine as a cup of coffee. If you're interested, they are on sale now. There's a picture of the Perrier Ooh. pomegranate mm-hmm. Energize. That sounds nice. Yeah, I'm sure they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, today is an international day. Not just national, it's international it's not food, I can tell you that. I know, it's Ugly Wife Day. I can't get that picture oh. out of my head. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Today it is, is, is international. It's close to Ugly Wife Day. <laughs> mm. International Ugly Alf Day. Baby Day? No, it's not ugly. <laughs> but he was close whenever he said wife. It's Today is International Women's Day. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Or Ugly Wife Day. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> international Women's Day. Yeah. When's International Men's Day? Every day. Every day, yeah. yeah. Damn right, but we're Carmen, not allowed to be excited about it. What are you doing to celebrate? Nothing. Buying oh. some men's 
pajamas. <laughs> uh, this guy just became the world's richest teacher. Mackenzie Scott uh, has re- remarried following her divorce in 2019 from Amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos. Scott, who is 50, uh, wed Seattle school teacher Dan Jewett. There's a picture of the happy couple up on Bone TV. Bezos and uh, Scott reached a settlement that let Scott keep 4% stake in Amazon, valued at uh, just under $40 billion at the time. Uh, since their divorce, she's given a bunch away, $1.7 billion to various charities uh, since signing the Giving Pledge. Also around $586 million to organizations that uh, support racial justice, $46 million to different charity groups uh, with the LGBTQ a uh, bunch of other stuff, but currently she's ranked as the 22nd richest person in the world. Uh, Bezos remains at number one with $177 billion. He gave her $40 billion or whatever he gave her, and he's still yeah. the richest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. Didn't blink at it. That guy met her, and she they were probably talking, and she was like, oh, yeah, I was married to Jeff Bezos from Amazon. And he go, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> Me now, Mary, do it. Let's go. How do you get married at that point? Like, how do you, how do you not worry that whoever's marrying you is marrying you for your money? Well, well I'm sure. A big prenup, and yeah. Stuff. It doesn't say anything about it, but I, you know, and who knows whether she had him sign anything? But yes, you would imagine that they did. And does he still teach, or does he just <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. no. Quit, quit your job, right? Yeah. Oh, he goes in one more day. Later, <laughs> yeah. buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Just pushing kids into lockers, uh, slapping books out of their hand. <laughs> <laughs> Some kid's picking his nose. He just slaps his elbow. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Nick Cage got married for the fifth time oh. last month. Yeah, uh, like his last wedding, this one went down in Vegas. His uh, wife's name is Rico. Well, I shouldn't roll my R. It's Rico Shabata. Uh, oh. And they reportedly met in Japan over oh a year God, ago. Oh, my God, was she 12? There's oh, wow. a picture of her. She does look young. I don't know how old she is, but uh, uh, probably not 12, but maybe. Yeah, she looks very young. <laughs> oh, Nick Cage. Good Nicholas. luck. Nicholas. You guys call him Nick Cage? Yeah. yeah that's his name. Nicholas. Yeah, what is... Uh, well, I know it's short for it, but I'm just like, most <laughs> headlines and everyone, like, they they say the full name. Nick. It's <laughs> weird hearing just Nick. No, I don't know. Nick so. Cage. What's I, my name? Mike. But no one calls you Michael. I'm saying... I, like, do. I do. Yeah, Joe and I do. Normally when you normally when you read a headline about Nicolas Cage, they everyone says... Yeah, but it's like Leonardo DiCaprio. You call him Leonardo, but a lot of times they'll go, Leo, Leo. did this, whatever. Yeah. Uh, by the way, she is uh, 26, which wow. makes her 31 years younger than Nick Cage. Good for you, Nick way, Cage. Give, give it up for Leonardo DiCaprio's parents for not naming him Leonard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If he was Leonard DiCaprio. Oh, what's yeah. up, Lenny? That would be awful. <laughs> now he's Leo. Is that his real name, Leonardo? I got. I would imagine DiCaprio. It's got to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's see if it says his. Yeah, it is. Middle name Wilhelm. Mm. Wow, Leonardo Wilhelm DiCaprio. No yeah, good. That's one to go. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Kobe Bryant rookie card just sold. Now we had the uh, rare, what was it, the Tom Brady rookie card, I think it was. Yeah, can it's, I ask you a question about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, So the Tom Brady rookie card sold for like $2 million, right? It was like a record sale. So, and then Brady joked 1. that he was going to go. 1.5. All right. He was going to go, Brady joked that he was going down in his basement and go through his boxes. And, they, and now, I, I, 
my son is playing uh, high school sports. Uh-huh. If he ever went to play professionally anywhere, even if he was a third string uh, offensive lineman, I would have every one, every card that was ever printed, I would have a hundred of them. How does Tom Brady's father not have 50 of those rookie cards? <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I don't buy it. I don't yeah. buy it at all. Especially somebody who's got such a good relationship with his family. There's no way that they don't have 100 of those somewhere. But so, they probably don't want to sell them. No, yeah, but with the only the thing that makes it so rare is that there isn't any. Like, how do you not have them? If your kid plays, my son got those little uh, photograph cards where you take a picture and they put it on with a fake hockey card, you know? And I got 10 of those. I would, I would no doubt have his rookie card everywhere. Yeah, I don't it know. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, his card sold for $1.32 million. Uh, Kobe's card just went up for sale. How much did that sell for? Kobe's rookie card. Oh, that's got him. Now he's dead, so that's got to be worth so much more. $5 million. $2 million. Oh, $3 million. Uh, actually, just a little bit more. This one was one point eight million dollars. Oh, okay. So, but is that yeah, a, a lot for a little piece of cardboard? Yeah. Right. Also, that was a rare card of Tom Brady's. That was a rare one. I don't know how many of these uh, rookie cards there are of Kobe Bryant, but one point eight million. Yeah, not bad for a little piece of cardboard. For some reason, my wife has a Scottie Pippen card. In plastic. You know like why. she slid it in one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, she, so I found out yesterday the story is that she used to collect basketball cards and put them in plastic when she was young. All of them. Just because she thought one day that they would be worth something when she was younger. But the only one that made it through the, the moves and changes and all that was the Scotty Pimmer card. I can't tell you how many times we'd get hit with a bill, and I'd be like, we got to buy a new air conditioner. That's going to be $1,000. And she'd go, I can tell my Scotty Pepper card. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. We went to a, um, we were in the mall one time, and they had a card show in the mall. This is probably 25 years ago. And this guy had a game set up where he had one of those Dungeons & Dragons dies that has like 100 numbers on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he uh, had like five cards corresponding to numbers. So... You would pay uh, $5, and then you had to roll the die five times, and whatever number you got, that's the prize that you would win. So he had all of these cards, and he had all these, like like it was a 100-sided die, say, and he, you know, you're going to roll it five times, you're going to get a high number. So he'd have all the scrub cards, the high ones, and then he'd have like a Jordan rookie was like at zero and something else was at one. So uh, I I couldn't care less about winning any of the cards. I just wanted to gamble. So I kept trying to gamble, and I kept getting like, you know, 500, you know. <laughs> so, so I came over, Amanda came over, we were dating at the time, and I go, here. I paid a guy, I go, just roll this die five times. She rolled that die, and she rolled four zeros and a one. This guy was so mad. <laughs> I, I got a, um, a Penny Hardaway rookie card that was in thick plastic, like, uh, you know, that Marsite. Uh, and he was so furious. Like, he's like, nobody is going to roll four zeros. And she went, boom, zero, boom, zero, boom, one, boom, zero. I was like, what? And I don't know that that card is worth two cents anymore, but, <laughs> and I still have it somewhere. But the fact that she was able to gamble was all I wanted to do. I just wanted to win the gambling of it, and we did. So between that and the uh, Scotty Pippen card, you guys we put our kids to college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah get another house. Yeah. Uh, Carmen, you'll be interested to know that Drake and Rick Ross are reportedly making a joint album together. Oh, yeah, the boss. Uh, and Drake also says his solo album, Certified Love, a boy will be coming out soon. He's uh he's 
going to fight Takashi. I'm not a big uh, Rick Ross fan, but I do love me some Drake. So, uh, so I'm, a bi- I'm a big Rick Ross fan. You know why? Yeah, because you met him in the Miami uh, clothing store. I met him in a New York uh, Fat Damn Guys it. clothes store. That was close. And, uh, yeah, and uh, that was... That was pretty cool. He made he made Fat Guy's Clothes cool for five minutes. I only know Rick Ross because because uh, uh, he lives in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, a couple houses down. He throws, but he crazy. doesn't wear a shirt very often, does he? Which uh. is weird because that. So um, the uh, TJ Khaled put a picture of him up on Instagram the other day. Evidently, he stopped working out. Woo! <laughs> a shirtless picture up there. He's a reason why I wear a shirt to beach. Was DJ Not Khaled sure. ever in shape? Yeah. yeah. He was yeah, working he was out boxing like all the for time. a while. Oh, really? He was in yeah. shape, but he was much better than he was now. Oh, okay. He lost a lot of weight because yeah, he was like he Rick Ross it. size. He found yeah. it. He found it pretty well. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. I don't follow him, so I didn't know. Yes, you do. <laughs> you, know, you know all the keys. No, I follow Khaled, not DJ. Khaled. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, nearly two dozen artists will perform at the Grammys, including Taylor Swift, BTS, Megan The Stallion, Bad Bunny, and Harry Styles. So. Look forward to some awful performances on the ground. Zoom? I I don't know. I don't know whether they're doing it. I thought, didn't we do a story where they said they're going to do it in person? No, that was the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, I think most of the participants are, like, Zoom, you know? But, like, the performances are live. Who's hosting it? Uh, DJ Kellen. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I think it's Miley Cyrus? Hey, y'all, welcome to the Grammys. <laughs> Look at I got armpit hair. <laughs> best performance. Uh, they had the Critics' Choice Awards for 2021. Any guesses on Best Picture? Yes, Nomadland. Nomadland. Oh, of no. course. What? For real? Of course. Yes. It's going to win all the awards because it's a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> it's so funny. A girl on uh, on Instagram said, I read this, and I thought of you immediately. It says, uh, breaking news, TMZ, Nomadland sound mixer, Michael Wolf Snyder, dies by suicide at 35. And she goes, all I could imagine was you saying, good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got himself in such a depression from watching that movie. Oh, so many times yeah. he was editing it. Trevor Noah's hosting the Grammys. Yeah. Oh, does anybody find him funny? Listen, no. if you do, that's fine. That's your sense of humor. But... Good Lord, every time I see a promo from him, first off, all it is is him doing Trump, and he does a terrible Trump. I mean, his Trump, he's like, oh, coming up, we have this, and blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, the president said, I'm going to go and bomb the people. And, I, and I'm like, who is he doing? Who's that an imitation of? He's terrible. I, you know. I don't find him to be funny. I no, find him he, to be annoying ugh. and pompous. I don't like him. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, anyways, you got to uh, watch Nomadland because I want you to watch it and finally agree and go, yes, that is uh-huh. awful. Or read any reports on it that's not, oh, I'm a critic. Ugh, shut up. I wonder what Dewey <laughs> thinks of it. The math teacher? <laughs> Dewdog, the movie reviewer. Dewdog. Oh. <laughs> I get him confused with Dude Dog, the math teacher. <laughs> uh, hey, do you guys want to get free Starbucks? Yes. Okay, well, listen to this. I, t- I'm telling you, if I drank Starbucks, I think this is a great uh, thing to do. First off, this guy on Instagram gives you a little inside information. He tells you about some other drink. If you're drinking this, you may be getting this coffee put in it, whatever. But what? then he gives you a tip on how you can get free coffee and a little bit more from Starbucks Take a listen to this nerd telling you all this stuff. 
I worked for Starbucks for almost 10 years. I'm not here to snitch on anybody, but listen, if you're rude to a barista, you may or may not be getting decaf espresso in your caramel macchiato. Okay, so that's what it is. If you're rude, you may get like decaf. They may go, oh, burn decaf. I'll show him. But now listen to this. Sorry, Karen. Tip number two, a foolproof way to getting a free drink and a free snack. In order for this to work, you have to go into the cafe. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to the barista and ask to do a coffee tasting with them. They're going to prepare whatever pastry you want with whatever coffee you want. You guys are going to enjoy it together. They're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. So you ask for a tasting and they actually give you pastries as well. And you just sit there and hang out with the barista. (laughs) And you drink coffee and, and eat the, pastries. And yeah. the barista gets some time off. Right. So and they're, they're all he about said they it. love it. Yeah. They, he was like, yeah, we get it and we get to eat yeah. uh, pastries and drink coffee. I don't understand. I go in there, like, I'd like to try your dark roast. Can we do a tasting? And then yeah. they have to get yeah. me free pastries? Right. And then they go, what kind of pastry do you want? And you go, oh, let me get a cheese Danish. I don't know what they have. Mm-hmm. But then they get that and bring it over and you hang out with the barista and you go, mm, Listen, yeah, I gotta okay. T- I got to tell you, if you haven't tried it yet, uh, Starbucks grilled cheese. Is yep. pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I there's so many pretty baristas. <laughs> no, you, get yeah. little, you get a little date out of it. <laughs> we, they're they're like uh, you come up and she's like, hi, hi, how can I help you? And you're like, I'd like to do a tasting. And she goes, no problem. What kind of yeah. the pastry? And tell you. And then she goes, hey, Carl, this guy wants to do a tasting. <laughs> the greasy guy from back comes up. Oh, no, I wanted yeah. you, Jessica. No, uh, that's what Como should do. Just go get tasting. <laughs> uh, and that is it for news. All righty. Very good. Let us take a break, and when we come back from the break, we will come back with a classic open letter for you. Uh, Before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Walsh Roofing Services. If you need a new roof, uh, or if you have a leak in your roof, or like my dad, who was telling me, had to replace his attic fan, and uh, he had the folks from Walsh go up there. Listen to this, okay? Uh, the, the I don't I, I I'm gonna say this anyway. Listen, I don't know, I don't know sure. what was wrong with it, but I'm just gonna take a wild guess. <laughs> <laughs> was it my bees? dad? No, my dad was so uh, happy with Walsh. He said, "I hear some commotion out there. I go out there to make sure they're okay." The guy turned out he forgot to bring his tall ladder. So he just backed up the truck, got on the truck, climbed up on the roof that way. I was wow. like, that's normally a guy will quit the whole day's work. These guys, he goes, two guys went up there, boom, boom, boom. They were done. They put the new one up there. He goes, now I got a brown roof, and I got a metal uh, fan that sticks out, you know, a little chimney part that sticks out the top. He goes, but you don't see it because these guys painted it before they left, so now it matches my roof. And my dad couldn't be happier. Now, you know if a company is good, and I used them for my house to put on my whole roof and then send them to my parents' house to go over there and fix that, you know that I trust them. And when you're going to do something like a roof on your home, you've got to have a company you can trust because if you don't, they're going to come on out there, they're going to see a little leak, and they're going to go, oh, no, you need a whole new roof. And the truth is you just needed a little piece of a roof or you needed a little tile repair. That's why I trust Walsh Roofing Services, 833-977-7663. They do all types of shingle, metal, flat, tile roofs. They do them all. They have financing, of course. And uh, you can, you, you know, a roof sometimes is an expensive uh, buy. So, of course, you're going to want to go get financing. But you're going to want to do it if you're going to be making payments and doing it with people you you know giving money to. You got to do people you can trust. Go to WalshRoofingServices.com and uh, their number is right up there eight eight three three nine seven 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 six six three. Or you can actually schedule an appointment on their website. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.